Hello and welcome to the EG Property Podcast, a very special episode of the EG Property Podcast where we are going to be talking about the EG Awards. They are back and we are so hopeful that they are going to be back in person and I for one am very excited about that and hopefully excited about that are my three guests today. So joining me today is Kirsten Hewson from Shoesmiths, uh, William Bidmore Gray from Knight Frank and Richard Reese from Savills. We're here today to talk about um, the awards. Uh, all three of you have um, have been long long time supporters of of EG and long time supporters of of the awards. And last year, obviously, we had to we had to change things a bit. We had to go fully virtual, which for me was quite fun because I got to be a superhero, um, which was really cheesy. But we I think we all needed a little bit of a laugh uh, last year, didn't we? But this year. We are headed back to the Grosvenor House Hotel. We are so hopeful and determined, actually, that's the word I'm going to use, determined to be back in real life, um, celebrating with the industry. And I think in 2021, we have, we need to celebrate. And, you know, we made it through 2020. And I, I for one, am really excited to see what some of the entries are going to be. And I hope you are too. And I guess let's let's start off this conversation talking about um, the the categories that you are specifically partnering on this year and and why you've chosen them. And, and Kirsten, I'm going to start with you because you're partnering on a on a brand new category for this year, which is our our City of the Year category, which we thought was a, a really important one to introduce, just because our cities are so vital to the um, the economy and for for our you know sort of growth back out of this period of of real depression. So I'm really interested to hear from you what it was about that category that 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 really caught your eye. Thanks, Sam. So we've we've obviously been partnering with you on your UK Cities Investor Guide, uh, and it fits very much with our footprint as well across our 13 locations. And what we see is each city has got its own personality. It's got its own specialisms. It's got its own special part of the real estate industry. Um, and this year, we're particularly interested about what people are doing in those cities to encourage growth for the future, to blend the, the business needs of those cities with the uh, with the individual property needs of um, of, of residential property, but also um, what what are the cities doing to make their communities proud and to bring their communities in and to give them something to to look forward for for the future. So we'll be looking for innovation, as as I guess every category is, is but looking to the long term to future proofing to looking for you know, that blend, as I say, of community with business and, and how we can see the industry helping to really pull those cities forward for the future. Fantastic. Thank you. Um, Richard and William, obviously cities play a huge, huge role in, in your businesses too. You've got offices uh, around the UK. You obviously do a lot of work across across the regions too. Is You know, what what would you also like to see from from entrance? Maybe you'll enter yourselves into into that category. Why do you think the city is so important to be celebrated this year? William, I'll start with you. Um, well, I, I think it is an amazingly in, important award, and I second what Kirsten says. I mean, we've been through a time of just incredible change, um, 
and a lot has been made about um, the acceleration of, you know, perhaps, you know, some of the negative accelerations, I suppose, in terms of, you know, the retail world and the change of the urban environment and um, uh, the need for the reimagining of uh, our cities, which is, you know, fundamentally important because it's where we all come together to communicate, to innovate um, and to, you know, drive in many ways our society forward. You know, we like, you know, Richard, like Kirsten, have a network network all across the UK. Um, and it's going to be so important over the next 12 to 18 months that as an industry, we pull together to make uh, the necessary changes um, to build our cities again, many of which are going to be, you know, I mean, ravaged, I don't think is too strong a word in relation to many of the small businesses which have struggled so much for the last 12 months. Yeah. Thanks, William. Richard. Yeah, I, I, I agree with both Kirsten and William. I think I think it is, there's some huge challenges for, for our cities across the UK, but we have some amazing cities. Um, and it's, of course, in the, in their long history, it's not the first time they've had some significant challenges. So to me, it's sort of exciting as well. I think it's, it's really exciting that they're, they're, that how we adapt and show resilience to yeah. the challenges that are in front of us. Uh, and my feeling is that a lot of people really have missed some of the great things that happen in cities, mm-hmm. uh, some of the great interactions they have with people, um, some of the things they enjoy, some of the leisure time. And what's fascinating to me also is what happens between the buildings. And I think yeah. what the, the some of some of perhaps some of the the, the the winning entries may be the ones which actually come up with a strategy that actually directs and facilitates how people work between buildings. Because in the end, the buildings will find the right and appropriate use. And as William says, that will be reimagined to different types of use for sure. But how people move and navigate uh, and enjoy the urban environments, um, which I think they've been missing a lot over the last last year or so, um, I think it'd be it'd be, it'd be really interesting. So I, I think um, I'm looking forward to seeing some of the some of the entries that come through from this. I think can I, can I just briefly add to that because I think Richard makes a really good point about um, the spaces in between buildings and what that leads to me is that people have got to work together. Because, you know, individual ownerships and specific standalone buildings or entities are not going to be as strong if they don't work with other owners, um, you know, the public sector to actually create the spaces that people want to occupy. And I think that's going to be a real theme going forward. And yeah, and I just add to that, I've got exactly the same note here that it's not just about the building. It, it's It's much wider than that now. Uh, I think people have realised that buildings, you know, where we live and where we work, it's fine. But actually, there's so much more than just the building. Uh, and we've really got to, uh, as an industry, we've got to, to, to deal with all of that. We've sort of started that journey. We've sort of started into, you know, how are we going to trans, you know, how do we deal with transport? How do we deal with public spaces so that people actually want to use them more? How can they be multifunctional? But I think, yeah, the, the, the master planning of this, these sorts of regeneration spaces will be really important. And I, th- I think that's reflective, not just of cities, is it? That is the, the real estate yeah. sector today. It's not about bricks and mortar. It's about so much more than that. And you can't 
you can't just focus on one one element of this any anymore it's a it's a holistic um approach to to real estate which is i never thought i'd say but uh but um but there we are um so that's going to be really fascinating and i and i'm expecting actually to be overwhelmed with entries to to that category because um i think there are so many interesting um stories to tell there um Aside from that, um, Richard uh, Savills is sponsoring UK Company. Uh-huh. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about um, what that category means to you? And, and when you and I sit down in, the, in that uh, judging session, where, um, what you're going to be looking out for? Yeah, so I, I, it was quite interesting, wasn't it, um, Sam, that the judging in, in last year in lockdown was, was actually pretty powerful and in some ways actually works there's there's some things that have worked better in in lockdown than 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 in the previous world in in the what we used to call the normal world um and actually that so the judging and and being able to understand each of the categories and each of the entries in real detail and having a debate around and a, a wider debate uh, around on a video call was was really was really positive and Turning turn to the award, so the company of the year, of course, has to be a, a UK company in accordance with it with the entry. And what we're really looking for is the how people have shown resilience during during 2020 and adaptability, and then how their strategy um, has been strong enough to survive the challenges and the disruption that we've all encountered. But more importantly, is set up to grow going forward and to continue to thrive whatever the world throws at it so in some ways though that the great challenges we've seen actually is is quite an exciting quite an exciting thing and we've had we've seen some amazing performances so of course seagrow won the award last year and they've done such a great job i think of having a very very clear strategy and executing it really, really well, and I think that's what stood out to the the judging panel last year. And um, so going forward, I'm sure it'd be something similar, but it's got the extra twist of the COVID effect, which would be different to the to the normal run uh, of entries for this side type of thing. So I, I, and I think to me the the culture. So when you look at a, a company, it's the culture of the company that you're really grading, and how they deal with people. And, and how they deal with some of the huge um, opportunities and challenges around things like ESG and diversity and inclusion. And I'm sure that, and, and indeed tech, I, I think these are the sorts of things which, in addition to the day job um, of managing a space or building a space, is actually how you manage both your clients and uh, and your own people in, in running those companies. And I think that's, to me, that's the, 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 the that will be the differentiating factor. It's interesting, isn't it? Because not too many years ago, none of that stuff would have come up when we were judging the UK Company Award. We would have looked at finances and, you know, big wins that there had been. And we would have judged on pretty much purely on on the numbers. Uh, Whereas over the last few years, there has been, uh, you know, that that is obviously important. We want to see that a company is successful, but that success is often driven by all of that that other stuff that that you've just you've just mentioned you know the people the the um the focus on ESG all of all of the the stuff that we might have called fluffy in in years gone by but you absolutely cannot call 
call it that now. And I think also I'm really glad you used the word um, resilience there because I think that's going to be um, a really strong determining factor of um, quality entries um, ne- uh, this year. I was going to say next year, this year, because that is that has got to be a um, standout um trait hasn't it through 2020 i think so and as you say fundamentally of course a bit a company to be a company has to have a robust balance sheet it has to have a robust financial performance and it has to in in property terms it has to have a significant significant involvement in in real estate um but that's that's the start of the that's the start of the journey and then the 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 showing resilience and thriving in tough environments re- requires the people in that business to perform exceptionally um, and continuously and i think that's 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 the that's the that, that's the really sort of interesting human human uh, aspect of it yeah and of course you don't have to be um you don't have to be a seagro who's had the um uh, the opportunity of a booming industrial market. You could be someone who has been in a market that has suf- suffered over yeah. the last year, but if you can show that resilience, that doesn't mean that you can't be be a, a winner. So, yeah, I think don't don't be put off if you if you've had a bit of a tough a tough year. Just show show us show us your strength. I think that's right, and I think businesses, you know, um, what Richard talks about is a, a long-term vision and that you know a business is resilient because they're working towards a vision and all of their employees know where they're going towards but actually in this market people have had to cr- change that or slightly finesse their vision and if a business has been able to do that and maintained resilience then that's absolutely the type of businesses we should see coming forward in this sort of category. Fantastic thank you and William it's the same sort of outlook for global company are there anything else that the global companies have to demonstrate this year? I, I think that, you know, there are clearly many of the sort of similar qualities we'll be looking for um, in relation to a uh, global business. Um, the, you know, the key difference really, I suppose, is in, is in the title. Um, <laughs> but we're looking for a business which has been able to um, develop, evolve, thrive uh, in the UK and and beyond across border, across borders. Um, I do think that, you know, it's interesting, Sam, as you say, the language that we're all using now, which we might not have done in 18 months ago. Um, You know, as Richard said, financial performance is is incredibly important. But what we're really looking for, I think, is, um, you know, an ability to make a difference beyond the bottom line. you know, the pandemic has, has, has physically dis, 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 distanced us. But what, what I find really interesting is um, definitely in my experience, um, you know, I, I run our global occupier service line and the amount of time I have spent on calls with my business across the world has has increased so much over the last 12 months because of discovering this new form of communication. Um, I think that we want to see businesses which are properly looking towards um, the future, how they're going to build a strong future. The points that were made earlier, addressing directly areas of balance, areas of diversity, um, you know, how and how that's going to be done sustainably. Um, You know, actually a plan which is going to make proper um, change within their business and also 
I think that um, what is really important is that um, you know how 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 those businesses are going to ha have impacted interacted with the local communities in which they operate um, and I think we we've we've seen a huge amount of of that from many fantastic businesses across the UK and beyond and, and I believe we'll be hearing quite a lot of that in the entrance across the board uh, this year. And I guess there's also the the added maybe it's an opportunity maybe it's a challenge I'm not sure but for for global companies during the last um, 12 months they've had to uh, many many countries have been at different stages throughout um, throughout this pandemic and being able to to manage a, a global portfolio that's dealing with different different challenges and opportunities at different times has, has got to be um, quite tough, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, I mean absolutely. The, the ability to manage a global business in normal times is, you know, very complicated. Um, but, you know, as you say, given the fact that, you know, all countries have been in and out of different levels of restrictions due to the pandemic pandemic just makes it it more so and you know looking at the positives i mean i have been constantly um amazed i think is the right word at how resilient people have been um at how they've performed um and i really think that it has um created for the best companies a sort of consistent and authentic communication with their own people and with their clients and with their communities and I, I think you know we've really got to make sure that over the next 12 to 18 months that we we keep hold of the positives that have come out of the last 12. Absolutely well let, let's stay with the positives then and let's talk about the big show the big show um what are you most looking forward to about the eg awards 2021 kirsten i'm going to start with you what am i looking forward to well apart from being able to get together again and actually get to see lots of people in the industry um i'm i'm interested to i'm, I'm really excited about seeing some of the creativity that's taken place over the last year i mean, i think a lot of people have had uh, time, time when we were running around the country, going to various different places, probably spent, who's spent that time looking creatively at what we can do better for the future? And who's been able to blend the, be the best of what we had before the pandemic with what we, we, we've done during the pandemic? I think we'll see lots of creativity, of good ideas, of innovation, of tech. I think that that's, you know, that's for me will be the interesting thing to really see what benefits of people have had to have time to think and be creative. I'm also really interested in looking at the the rising stars. I mean, I think this is their, their generation to really make a difference um, more than ever before, I think, because we're all on a platform like, like we are today, talking rather than necessarily just having the, the great and the good of the of the industry in a room. I think it's been really good for you know those rising stars to come to the fore with their ideas about how they would like to live their lives in the future and how the real estate industry can really uh, be finessed to help them. So I'm really interested to see what comes forward in that category as well. Excellent. We always love the rising stars and there are always some some really great ideas and just different viewpoints that come, come through are really refreshing yeah. and encouraging for the future. Uh, Richard, what are you looking forward to? Um, I'm mostly looking forward to the sort of random interactions with different people. I think that I think 
we, you can, as William said, we can learn some great lessons from from the, some of the, the amazing communication improvements, the video, the video efficient, video called efficiency, the distribution of uh, some of our, our research. I'm sure there's the same with, with say William and Kirsten. We've been able to distribute to so many more people by webinars than we would ever done in 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 um, sort of seminar rooms. And um, so we 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 need to learn the lessons. But the bit that I really miss, and I think a lot of our people miss, and a lot of our clients miss. Is the random chats, the bumping into into people in the street, having a coffee, having a having a discussion about something, and not necessarily work related. That, that the wide the wider sort of richness of life, which you which you miss, I think, in what becomes quite quite narrow in, in lots of ways in terms of the restricted environment we've been working in. So I'm I'm looking forward to that, and I and I and I think it's I just think fun. I think people having some fun and enjoying themselves. You know, I think it's it's really it's really important. And um, and I think it's been a bit thinner. The, the fun the fun part's been a bit thinner on the ground than than the normal the normal world. Yeah, I, I mean I I can barely remember fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll spell it. <laughs> that, 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 that is because everything that is fun basically has been cancelled or put on hold. Which is... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Apart from, Until um, apart from October the twenty eighth. Was, 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 was a magnificent was a magnificent uh, uh, magnificent day. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't have a huge amount to add to that, apart from, I think, reiterating um, the two main points made. I, I do believe the opportunity to come together and celebrate the industry, uh, an awful, you know, and, and quite often people um, hammer the property industry, um, you know, for a number of good reasons. We, need, we, we have lots of areas that we, we, we need to change, but I do believe that... Um, uh the the these types of event make us stop and measure ourselves across all areas which i think is positive and helpful and um make, make us sort of have an introspective look um and but you know there's some really good things happening we, you know we should be championing our people and our teams um and some great initiatives some fantastic deals some brilliant achievements and and I absolutely agree with Richard. The opportunity to actually have some fun, to uh, interact, um, going right back to the first point on this podcast around our cities. Um, you know, I I love that interaction. I love the excitement that you know cities have and the way they bring people together across, you know, you know all all, all cultures and all areas. So yes, I can't wait. <laughs> me me either and yeah I'm really looking forward to be able to to celebrate to read out some some yeah. names of people that really deserve people and companies that really deserve to be rewarded and awarded and um you will all know that I will be the first to call people out if uh, if I don't think they're doing the right thing I'm I'm not afraid of uh having having a voice but I also think that you know this industry has um moved moved a lot in the right direction is working really hard to to move harder and and faster and has a lot to be be proud of and and we should take the time to to celebrate that and we should and be able to be in a room together and you know pat each other on on the back smile and clink a glass if we if we want if we want to and um that to me is going to be the highlight of of the earth i'm really looking forward to it and before we say 
um, cheerio for this podcast. I should sort of run through some of the things that we're we're doing at the awards that will be um, a little bit different this year. So one, ESG is really important to EG as as well. It's got two of our letters in it. Uh, um, so we are this year at the awards. We're going to be um, veggie as your first option for. Um, uh, dinner unless you ask for for meat to try and do our little bit to to help the help the planet um we will be offering um just as much uh non-alcoholic um beverages as alcoholic beverages um just to try and be a little bit more inclusive of course there is no black tie unless you want to wear it we do we, um we don't mind if you come um suited and booted but we really want people to to dress how they feel comfortable and you know celebrate a little bit so a little bit of sparkles nice but um you know the awards are there to feel comfortable to celebrate have a good time and to see each other again and that is going to be amazing but but for now thank you so much for for joining us i will see you again for judging when we will have so many entries to go through and so many exciting things to to read and take lessons from as well i think that's always one of the the benefits of of judging is that you can learn so much from from all of our entry entrants um but for now thank you so much for joining us on the eg property podcast Thank you for listening to this very special episode of the EG Property Podcast with me, EG Editor Sam McClary. If you want to enter the EG Awards, which I really hope you do, head over to www.egi.co.uk forward slash EG Awards 2021 to see all of this year's categories and to find out how to enter. Let's not let 2020 be defined by hardship and sadness. Let's make it about how we became more resilient and how we adapted and how we grew. And let's make October 28th, 2021 the night that we celebrate that.